Hey, listen up, it's time for the podcast. You're rushing all around, trying to download it fast. Getting all psyched, ready for this week's podcast. Wondering who will speak. You got some Bernie, Jeff, Matt, Gavino, and Gus. Maybe this guest star riding the bus. Man, what's the smell? I think they catch us far. Without further ado, let's get started. Hey, everyone. Well, welcome back to the acapella hip hop section Man, of the, uh, the podcast. Farted. I detected, I detected a beat in there. Yeah, no. That's why it's acapella hip hop. He was good, good stuff there. <laughs> what do you think acapella means? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was, he was, he was all doing it himself. He's got two mouths. <laughs> he could be the next Pomplamoose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys, you guys watching any Pomplamoose lately? You no. love Pomplamoose. I do. I am not a fan. What the fuck is Pomplamoose? I don't even know what that is. That's that chick on YouTube that Bernie's always watching who looks like a dude. It's a chick who, like, <laughs> she breathes, sings, or she doesn't actually exert oh, her voice. Oh, she's, she's, right, right. she's got a really good voice, though. You guys are fucking but crazy. She, no, she, and she's, she's, she's not singing. She's talking. No. No, no. She's singing. She's talented. The, the guy who's with her, that guy is crazy talented, though. I'll give I'll give you that. What makes you say that? I mean, what, why is he more he can, he can play some fucking instruments? Now, have you seen his other stuff he's done by himself? Nope. He, he did this one thing. I think it was, like, Radiohead mixed with Beethoven. It was really, really cool. They was do. it called Gadio Head? Nobody cares. <laughs> is is he a wow. chick? Is he a, is he a kind of cute chick? No. Then who cares? You know we're uh, we're I, I haven't checked this morning, but we may have passed Hot for Words on YouTube. We oh, did. Oh man, we did. We did. I, already I don't. Checked. I don't want to do that. I already checked. There is so no this, way. So this year at Comic Con, we'll be the bigger the bigger YouTube star. When there we, is. When we run, when we run into her, dude. That that Comic Con, seeing her at Comic Con was amazing. <laughs> did we ever talk about that in the podcast? Yeah, I think we, we did. probably yeah. did. Yeah, no reason to rehash it. But yeah, we we've had we added an account. Did we take over the Rooster Teeth account? We must have, right? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't ours, and we uh, it was sitting idle, and we requested it, and we were given it. That's nice. See, see, that's respect. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we when we got it when we got it, it had zero videos uploaded, and for some reason, still had ten followers. Oh, so it's like Rooster Teeth. You were the president, essentially. <laughs> but the we took it over, and then we started putting up videos on YouTube. And so once we started doing having an official Rooster Teeth channel, we've kind of over the course of the last year have grown in subscribers, and we've been passing people like we just passed. Chris Crocker, the the leave Britney alone, leave Britney alone guy, and uh, we, dude, we he, passed him at a breakneck speed. <laughs> I had, can't believe he has the, the like the one video that YouTube was made for, which is just him saying "bitch, please" for about forty <laughs> seconds straight, just over and over again. I haven't seen that, but it sounds awesome. And then, and then, sadly, this week we passed Marina, Marina, Marina or Lova. Hot for words. There's, there's what, is, make, what is wrong with the internet? Yeah, it makes no <laughs> sense that a chick that's that awesome and smart, obviously, because she knows words, should be behind <laughs> she, us. She can speak very well. Yeah. She's well, very talented. She's well-spoken for a lady. Why isn't she the most popular thing on YouTube, period? Why isn't she the most popular thing in the world? I mean, I mean, it's like a bite-sized show with a hot chick. You just think that would just tear it up. And you're learning. <laughs> <laughs> And he gets smartified. Now we've, uh, yeah. She's brunette now. Have you seen that? I saw that, yeah. I, I don't Good know when she made her. that change. I looked at the at the page recently and saw a brunette version. I thought someone else had taken over. No. Until like I loaded up the video and realized it was still if, her. If anyone listening to the podcast knows her, please tell her I said hi. <laughs> if anyone listening to the podcast knows her, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, so also, the, why are you listening to our podcast? Have you seen the new thing, too? There's some lady who's – I see her in the related videos – for Hot for Words, where it's just a hot lady working out every day, and she posts herself working out. Oh, uh, I think I've, I've, yeah, I think I've seen her in those related videos, Well, no, too. that's just silly. Millions of views. That's it, related videos, yeah. Millions and millions of views. 
Brilliant. Hey, I feel like real fast I should say a thank you to the dude that sent me the Dan T's Inferno white hot cayenne pepper hot sauce. I don't I don't know who sent it, but and I haven't had it yet, but it looks delicious. Oh, it was uh, that it. was uh, Zorda. Zorda. X O R D A on the website. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, well, have, you never talked about your hot sauce encounter at PAX East, Oh, did yeah. You? I don't know how it happened. I guess we were talking about the man one day, and now hot sauce has become my thing, and it never really was. But some dude came by the booth and challenged me to try a million Scoville hot sauce. And Scoville, of course, is like the rating, the rating. system for spicy things. Yeah. That was burn a hole through your tongue, right? I think a jalapeno is 7,000 Scoville, if I recall. Yeah. And then a habanero is like 40,000. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now is this like the Richter scale where it goes up in magnitude to ten? <laughs> I don't know. And then, of course, this hot sauce, like you said, is a million. But I, I did try it, and it was hot. But I survived. <laughs> I think so I, then I, now, I, fuck it. I conquered a million scoville. I'll be the hot sauce guy. But I you, don't care. You, you said that that's going to be my thing now. You said the man was worse, though, right? Um, it's hard to. The man made me sick for the rest of the day. It also put you in a bad mood, and it put me in a bad mood. This hurt really badly for about a half an hour, and then I was okay. So I don't know. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. They're both hot as shit. It's like. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Hot is hot, right? <laughs> well, did, is that, that hot sauce that you got uh, sent to you, is that, does that have a Scoville rating on it? It does or not. I can't find a Scoville rating anywhere. So, like, on a Scoville rating, what would be the sun? The sun would be, <laughs> the sun's like 50,000. <laughs> what would be Marlena Orlova? <laughs> she'd be she's on Scoville. 500 million. God. What if she's blonde or brunette? What do you prefer? Uh, it doesn't or Miss matter. Orlova. <laughs> Makes no difference. Good lord. I just care about the message. The message. <laughs> So, uh, and then I'm looking at Scoville units here. I guess pepper spray is five million. Uh, so if you ate pepper spray, I never thought of using pepper spray as a condiment. You know, I've been pepper could. sprayed before. It's not fun. Have you? you well, gassed. Sprayed? They make you do it in the army. Oh, in basic they hit training. With CS gas. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks bad. So what is that? Is that literally just pepper in a spray? I don't know, dude. It's like. <laughs> Okay. How <laughs> it's like kind from? of spray made of pepper. It's like getting punched in the throat and the eyeballs and the nose with like a thousand tiny needles. It's fucking, it's brutal. You see, it's, you see this like a bunch of big grown men like with like snot trails going all the way down to the ground crying in a corner. Why do they make you oh, do this wow. in the army? Like what's the point? Is it just uh, to fuck with you? Just to, so I mean, is there, is there any benefit? To understand what you're going to be up against and to reinforce that you should keep the fucking mask on. When we tell you to put the mask on, put the mask on. Otherwise, you're going to be on the ground again. When do you think it was the last time that a soldier was gassed in combat? <laughs> a U.S. War, soldier. World War II? <laughs> right? Uh, Korea, maybe? Didn't they, didn't they? Wasn't there gas in the Gulf War? The there was war? sarin gas in the Gulf yeah. War. Yeah. Well, that's a little different. Well, that's totally did different. Did they put you in a sarin gas chamber no, <laughs> to prepare you for that? Yeah. yeah. Use the syringe! <laughs> whenever I think of, uh, of gassing, I always think of like World War One, like the trenches and yeah. and shit like that. Man, they do train you how to use those fucking atropine injections, too. That's something I never want to do. My no life. shit, wow. do they really? Yeah. You yeah. I mean, clearly you don't you have don't to jam it. You don't have to it. do it, but yeah, there's a whole process on how to do it, and you jam it into your thigh, and it's a... You have to oh, you don't put it in your heart? It. No. Yeah, is that a movie thing, or is that... I think it might be a movie thing. Goddamn. It's a Michael Bay thing. Yeah, they can... You, what, what do you have, you have to hit, like, your femoral artery with it, or can it go anywhere in your They in didn't your teach us to aim for arteries. They just taught it in the, in the thigh was what you needed to do. There was, like, a little diagram they showed. Hmm. You know, Matt did not know the difference between arteries and veins out there the other day. Matt Holland? Yeah, I thought when you got your blood drawn, you got a blood drawn from a, from an artery. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know the difference. What's <laughs> well, why the fuck were y'all talking about this anyway? Why were we, we were having some weird conversation about that old myth that uh, your blood is blue until it hits the air and then it's red. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, and then 
Have you heard that before? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. People, people say that when it's, or also in your system, it's when it's less oxygenated, like on the return from the lungs, that it's a different color than when it's going to the lungs. You know, I was watching, right. uh, when I was a little kid, I was watching Bloodsport with my cousin, and at one point, one of the dudes gets hit in the head, and, like, the blood is kind of, it's a shitty movie, so the blood is, like, black, and I was like, why would that guy's be, blood be black? Is he, like, an alien? And my cousin explained to me that brain blood is black, and that's how you know if you're going to die, because if the blood that comes out of your head is black, then it's brain blood, and there's no coming back from that. And I believed that until I was probably 14, you know, maybe older. I was, we had that conversation last week with my brother telling me stuff, and yeah. then, you know, you just believe it. I also had some things, like, you must have had in your life something that you believed much longer than you should have. Whether it's just, like, a way to spell a word, or, like, some kind of grammar thing. Like, I thought that there was two versions of the word separate. And that one was used as a verb, and one was used as an adjective. Like, I have two separate pieces of paper, and I'm going to separate these pieces of paper. I thought there was two different spellings of the word. I think I got the affect and effect mm-hmm. applied to that word. Yeah. That's interesting. I also had – there was also – God, what was that thing that somebody told me? Oh, I had a teacher who told me, point blank, a science teacher that told me that gas is a supercooled liquid. And that's why older windows over time, they flow and they get all warbly looking. And they get thicker at the bottom because gas is actually a liquid – but looks like it's as close to solid form as you can get. I mean, so glass, not gas. What did I say? You, you said, said gas. gas. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, glass. glass. Okay. Glass. It, glass flows over time. It's a, it's not quite a solid. This is not true, by the way. This is something that a lot of people believe. And I was told this by a teacher. And I had believed that in my entire life. When did you find out it wasn't true? Oh, I think I found it on, like, at Snopes or Wikipedia. Just so they, like, randomly found out. when we were in Amsterdam, there was a bunch of, like glass like that and you explained that to me and i've believed that ever since you told me i'm sorry i'm sorry i discovered this last week man i was like man why is the glass all suck in amsterdam and you're like well it's like 300 years old the glass is a super cold liquid and i was like oh okay science wait so what is that phenomenon then when glass changes I don't think it does change. It doesn't. It's just I think the, it's a shitty glass. Yeah, they're older buildings, so they were made. Apparently, the way I read this, the way they used to make glass panes is they would glow. They, you have a brother-in-law who's a glass blower. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they would uh, blow a globe, and then they would shape that, flatten that out, and turn that into a pane of glass. And because of that process was imperfect, they would end up with these warbly-looking shebang shebangs. Shebang shebangs. <laughs> Uh, I had a teacher in ninth grade who tried to teach us about the concept of ennui, except she would all, she only pronounced it N-U-I. And my friend Frank, who, you know, was one of the Yakuza in the immersion script, was like, don't you mean ennui, ma'am? She's like, no, it's N-U-I. And Frank was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's ennui. She's like, no, you're wrong. It's, on, it's, it's N-U-I. End of story. <laughs> really? Yeah, so she taught the whole class about N-U-I. Did she ever get disproven? No, no. <laughs> Man. How is that, that going to come up? If only they had the internet back then. You yeah. could go to dictionary.com. Have you ever used that word in context once in your life? Ennui? No. Yeah. O- only in that class. I-, I always had to say it as NUI. Isn't that, uh, isn't that in the um, New Year's song? Is it? Old Lang Syne? Yeah. Old Ennui. Maybe I'm mixing up something else here. Maybe I'm using it as a verb. <laughs> so I put an E in it. That was the god in Avatar, right? Ennui? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow, dude, that was great. Thanks. Hey, take yeah. it easy. Uh, we like to welcome Monty back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got uh, Jack this week. Because of an episode of The Simpsons, thanks for, Gus. Thanks for making sure they knew that, Gus. That uh, I'm sure you remember. I get that song and uh, uh, 
keep your eye on the grand old flag confused because of one song, one episode of The Simpsons, Homer Sings, and my old acquaintance be forgot, keep your eye on the grand old flag. And that, <laughs> it's stuck like that in my head now. <laughs> did you see what the uh, Simpsons guys did for the South Park guys? Yeah. So today is the two. I already saw you. Not to tell me. I'm telling everybody. I haven't, I haven't seen this. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. So uh, tonight is the 200th episode of South Park. And the guys at Simpson sent him a, a, a congratulations card that said, hey, congratulations on 200 episodes. We already did it twice. <laughs> Seems nice. kind of bitter. Yeah, it's pretty cool. What, what did they send the Family Guy guys? I don't know. A bomb, maybe? <laughs> no, I, I, a million, what, million Scoville hot sauce? As far as I can tell, Bernie, the word ennui is not in the lyrics for All Lang Syne. It is in the old Frank Sinatra song. Uh, Fighting uh, vainly the old ennui. Hmm. Uh, NUI. Excuse me. Guys. NUI. My teacher should have known that one. You think you could have slept with any of your teachers? Uh, 17-year-old Jeff couldn't have slept with anyone on the planet, <laughs> let alone a teacher. <laughs> there were some teachers that I think students could have slept with. Yeah? Uh, this one teacher who absolutely hated me because one time I – well, I did a lot of stuff to her. But uh, she threw me out of class and wouldn't let me back uh, in the 12th grade because I was uh, – I stole her purse. <laughs> <laughs> what the and heck? I, I, found, uh, I found her slim fast and I hid it from her. And then she had to ask the class who took her slim fast and she was all embarrassed because she was trying to lose weight. And it was a whole thing. But I think, she, I think there's a lot of guys that could have slept with her probably. Really? Why? Yeah. Uh, she just was kind of young and dumb. Seemed kind of slutty. <laughs> I, I don't think I had a single teacher I would have wanted to sleep with when I was a, a kid. Not the Trapper Keeper lady? <laughs> no. I think in high school there wasn't a single teacher I wouldn't have slept with. <laughs> but it's just weird. Like that's, that's something that came out of nowhere where now all of a sudden all these teachers, female teachers, are getting busted for sleeping with their students. Yeah, some lady in uh, Florida just got sentenced to five years yesterday. I mean, I slept with tons of my male teachers, but you know, <laughs> PE coaches and whatnot. <laughs> but year, years in the church have prepared you for that, though. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to go through a podcast. You know who, uh, you know who else went there? All the priests. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go through one podcast one day where we don't offend some uh, small group of people. You mean the, the boring sh- podcast? Yeah, it'll be the shortest podcast ever. Well, uh, it, seems, it seems like we... we uh, well, let's, let's just try to... Let's, let's make it this podcast. We're not going to offend <laughs> anyone else. Now that, now that we've offended the Catholic for Church the, and... For the next two minutes. And teachers everywhere. So, okay, who else is in front of us in that YouTube ranking thing? Like, who else do we need to pass? No, I don't know. No, there was no one I recognized on the current page, so I'm really no. like Marina Orlova was my current goal, and then after that, I don't really know. Oh, okay. The uh, the other thing too is that you know you there's a there's a big movement now with these the vloggers on YouTube, and uh, they actually are a pretty savvy bunch. It seems like, and they're you know they're constantly making new accounts and adding those accounts and moving them up, and you know passing us in some cases uh, with some of those things. So it's 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 hard to say. It'll it'll probably just even out to where there'll be like this buffer of all the very popular vloggers on YouTube and then maybe some narrative stuff down below that. Does it matter? I mean, what is what is a high subscription count on YouTube get you at the end of the day? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Bigger penis. paychecks. <laughs> um, hey, did you uh, did, did anyone hear about the streamies from the other night? I no. did. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic won something. <clears throat> Are we going to talk about this? I just want to bring it up real fast. Well, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? <laughs> Well, I, apparently, I haven't watched. I didn't watch the streamies. I, I I forgot that um, it was time. It was that time of year again. But I'll, I'll, the only reason I heard about it is because the next day the executive producers put out an open apology letter. Yes, oh, they did. Yes, they did. And what? it's so it's so dumb. The whole thing is so dumb. It's actually very internet. Honestly, um, you guys know I'm in that academy, right? Yes, you are. The, yeah. the International Academy of Web Television. And I actually talked about this a couple weeks ago. I went up to um, they had screenings for the nominees and they had a screening in new york and they had a screening in uh, los angeles and i thought this is my first year in the academy 
I'm going to take this as seriously as possible. These awards are very important to people. I'm going to go to one of these screenings and de- to see it. And I went to the screening, and honestly, there was nobody there. I was in a theater of about 300 seats, and there was maybe maybe 20 of the seats were filled. And, and this was in New York? Yeah, this was in New York. And this was um, – I would say – and I didn't see – I saw one other group there that actually had a web show. It was just, just general public. It was held at a university That's where they rented out the space to do the – to the nominee screening. And after that, I was like, well, I don't really want to go to these awards. You know, I already kind of went out of my way and spent my own money to go, you know, fulfill my duty as a member of the Academy. I'm just, I'm not into award ceremonies anyway, honestly. Yeah. We're not nominated for anything. So there's no, you know, I can, I can kind of sit this one out and wow. Apparently it was a major, major disaster, which now <laughs> makes me wish I had gone. The, the only clip I've seen, um, I guess like two presenters came out. It was a man and a woman on stage. And then two people from the crowd ran up, dropped their pants, and started dry humping them as they were trying to like read the list of nominations for the for the award. That was is that the embarrassment? Like what else happened? That happened at the Oscars. Right? That was Lisa Nova and Chris Hardwick. You know, who, you yeah, know. yeah, he's at Nerdist. Yeah, you're a big fan, right? Yeah, I'm a Chris Hardwick fan. Yeah, and is uh, he your friend or I don't Jack? Know. Are you talking to me? No, Jack. Chris Hardwick, are you guys friends at all? Jack, she's not going to answer. <laughs> Jack, that's smart. She's not going to answer. Give you the stare down. Give you the dead air. But, uh, yeah, but they actually, those people who ran up there were actually part of her group, that um, the YouTube group, The Station. And those are a bunch of the, the vloggers uh, yeah. or people that have done the sketches that have gotten together. And so that, that was kind of, I guess they were doing it, so that was funny. But it was the other stuff that was going on. First of all, they had Paul Shear, who's the guy from Human Giant. Yeah. He was the host, and apparently... This is all complete hearsay from stuff that I've constructed from reading online. Apparently didn't know much about web stuff. um, And they had a string of technical problems combined with bad creative choices with the people who produced the show that just essentially ground everything to a halt. Apparently they were showing a a pre-produced video on a DVD player. The DVD locked up and there was in a literally a room full, a theater full of producers this was an unsolvable problem. This could not. This could. There's nothing that could be done, and it, it brought everything to a halt. They're streaming this live while they're doing it, and they just, you know, futzed around for like ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then I think they had to reboot the DVD player, and then when they rebooted it, it started the DVD over from the beginning, right? And they were like eleven minutes into it at that point. Eleven. It was an eleven minute presentation. Yeah, like they, we, all the presentations from throughout the night had been on that DVD. <laughs> So it started oh, back over at the beginning, from the God. very beginning of the show. And nobody could fast forward it? <laughs> like, it took them forever to figure out how to get around it. And uh, and then some streakers ran up on stage. And then there was... And Wait, streakers and also the humping people? Yeah, or? the humping yeah. people were... They were a separate group of, like, streak half-naked people. These were fully naked dudes running across the straight stage like maniacs. And then there was apparently something in the middle that everyone really took exception to, which was a guy who came out dressed like a pimp... And talked about what it's like to work in web content or something like that. And apparently he was just ridiculously vulgar and inappropriate. Like, completely over the top. And then somehow sprinkled in with all this. I'm not getting a straight kind of read on this, but either the nominees and award winners were self-deprecating to the point where they were just ridiculing web content as a medium. And saying nobody watches it and nobody cares. That that was the theme of the night, is that what we're all doing kind of sucks and it doesn't matter ultimately. And it doesn't matter, and we're bad at it, and we can't put on an award show. And yeah. so it's been this massive cavalcade of just blog posts and yeah. people being upset. I read the I Justine write up, and she said that she was embarrassed about it because of how vulgar it was. 
that she felt bad for anyone watching the stream. And it would, it would be difficult to be taken seriously because of, of how profane the award ceremony was. Sounds like the video game awards. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, that's that's a really great point. That's a really great point. It does sound to, like the video game yeah, awards. They're trying to be serious, and then people do all this. Like, the thing that pissed me off about the VGAs a couple years ago was when they had the winners painted on naked women. It's like, really? Like, that's that's the face you want to represent to the rest of the country as video gamers? Yeah, I mean, we're trying, you know, video games are trying to present themselves as being, you know, not juvenile, yeah. you know, in a more grown-up medium, and being taken seriously as art, and then... That, know, that, that, like that, that was happened. the year the Gamecock guys bumped, uh, or, you know, got in front of Ken Levine. Cunts. Good lord. Just absolutely... By the way, I wanna, before we get too far away from it, I, Justine... She's completely hot. Yeah, she's super talented. And I think she's like, I think she's like, uh, I think she's like, <laughs> I think she's like a Felicia Day type, where that's a that's a genuine blog post from her, I think, where she's just a really super sweet person. Yeah, really talented. Like bordering on, you know, maybe even a little saccharine kind of. Like yeah. She's really super sweet. Speaking of Felicia Day, did you see the guild got picked up for a fourth season? Where? Yeah. Uh, she tweeted it. She tweeted it. I guess it's getting picked up for a fourth season on Xbox Live. No, oh, cool. Yeah, so... Great news for them. Congratulations. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah awesome. That'll really help promote that game. That's <laughs> <laughs> not on Xbox. But uh, it was it, the, the funny thing about the awards was that what I'm reading overwhelmingly from that is honestly, it's, it's, there's, there's two models to online content. And there's a really cool thing going on. When I talk about the YouTubers being savvy, they're in the middle of this discussion. And it's pretty clear, Jeff, that they understand what they're doing. Like, they understand that they have a big audience, that they have a lot of people watching what they're doing. They call themselves one-man studios, which I thought was pretty interesting. You're talking about, like, the Shane Dawson's and all those guys? Yeah, especially, like, uh, Phil DeFranco was, yeah. in the, was in the mix there. I don't think uh, I don't think Shane Dawson's going to be making a lot of blog posts. He might be talking about it with his hair and his eyes and stuff. But but Phil DeFranco is in the mix of that, that straight-edge Phil guy. Is it straight-edge Phil? Well, SXC is uh, typically straight-edge. He might It might be, like, internet speak for sexy. I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? So they're, they're in the mix there, and... The the other school of thought besides these YouTubers, and they were kind of upset because they were all thrown into one category, even though in in I don't know actually know if you can never verify who makes these posts, but it was it was authored supposedly by Phil DeFranco, and he said that you know here we have a ton of views, more views in these quote unquote studio back projects, and we're all in one category, and it felt like we were just an afterthought in this award ceremony when we were a major part of this online content movement. And then the other side of that fence are, are those other people who make the narrative content and who now seem more like – they do seem more studio-backed. You know, they seem more, for lack of a better term, kind of junior Hollywood. Sure. And those people are so fucking embarrassed for no reason whatsoever. They are on blog posts talking about how this award ceremony was supposed to legitimize online content. Oh, come on. It's supposed to make it to where it's respectable and all that. And it's so, it's so fucking clear from all those posts – that this whole thing is just like, do they really believe in the web content movement, or they, is it just this avenue to get to Hollywood? I, and now they've been blockaded by being associated with something that's that's respect. That's what. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people look at it that way. You know, they they think they don't realize that the internet's a destination. They think of it as just like a place they're passing through, trying to get onto Hollywood. You know, to, to other avenues. Yeah, which I guess I mean, if you're upfront about it, I guess that makes sense, but. If there's a bad award ceremony, just the award ceremony is just another production, and a production being bad has no implication on your your show at all. Yeah, not, yeah, that's very true. Not in <sighs> any way. Like you look at, let's go back to the video game awards thing. The fact that Spike TV puts on the worst fucking award ceremony in the world doesn't say a damn thing about the video game industry, right? Because the video game industry doesn't need an award. Ceremony. Doesn't care. Yeah, I'm hurting sales. Why do we have to have an awards ceremony? We don't. For everything. It makes no sense. Yeah. 
So, so like, who won, what won uh, Bioshock won that year, and the Gamecock guys came up and interrupted. The Gamecock guys are fucking idiots. Bioshock is they're still not a good game. Anymore. What, they're, what, they're <laughs> the Gamecock guys are gone. They got bought by South Park Media, I think. South Peak, South Peak Media. Well, yeah. you know, um, that's probably just a desperate move to try to get some attention, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they were they were hurting for money too. But it, it's very it's very clear in the whole process that you know Hollywood has an award ceremony, so we're going to have an award ceremony. We're going to have pre-produced bits because their award ceremony has pre-produced bits. We're going to have a craft awards that happen on a different day because that's the way the Oscars do it. Did they really do that? They really did do it's all that, just, dude. Yeah. They really like they had best sound design, best sound editing in a web series. I mean, who, have we built up enough of an academy of people who are experts in sound design on in web delivery that we could actually own award something in that? That seems bizarre to me. Which sounds yeah. best over your USB speakers, basically. I mean, honestly, the web. I think the web awards at this point could, if you're going to do specifically for video, and that's all this concentrates on, you could have what maybe. Eight categories, you know, that are very specific to web video. There's nothing specific to web video. I mean, there was a, there was a vlogger category, and that's about as good as you're going to get, you know. But there's like best animation, you know, best dramatic series, best comedy series, best actor, best perform. You know, it's just like it's it's clearly just a mimicry of something greater than itself. Yeah, and that's good. That's that's dumb. Who needs that? I mean, if you're going to have an online content awards, kind of makes sense that that would be online, right? Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, you get to do something cool and different. Nope, they're all getting together in a theater in Los Angeles, dressing up. Red carpet. And here's really something really embarrassing. I read about some guy who was nominated. He wasn't allowed to go down the red carpet because <laughs> he wasn't allowed to go, go down the red carpet because the other celebrity web series, the celebrities were allowed to go down the red carpet, but there wasn't enough time or ability to accommodate the nominees themselves. Literally one what? of those. The, who's the dude who's in the guild? You know the um, – is it Sandreep? Is that how you say his name? Uh, I'm not sure. He, I read something about him this morning. He said he said that one of the people walking down the red carpet instead of one of the nominees was Patrick Duffy. <laughs> wow. Like they, they were bumping people out of the way for Patrick Duffy to come down and make the award ceremony seem more legitimate. When I think legitimate, I think Patrick Duffy. <laughs> I know I do. Oh, does Patrick Duffy have a web series? Oh, I'm, no. look, I'm looking here at the winners, and I, I see Best Ensemble Cast in a Web Series. Is it, It's a series I haven't seen called Easy to Assemble. Yes. Ili- actually, 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 it's good. It is? It's, it's a lot of names I've heard. You know, Ileana Douglas, Justine yep. Bateman, Sherry O'Terry, uh, Tom Arnold, Ed Begley Jr., Tim Meadows, Ricky Lake. Weird. It's, Just- a, it's Ileana Douglas's project, and it's about – there, oh, there's another weird thing, too. There was a whole category – I, I said there's no category specific to web, but this is one of the ones they had that was specific to the web, which was bizarre, which was best product integration into a web series. That was that was a big deal. Huh. Who won that? In fact, one of the biggest deals about this award ceremony tanking is the fact that one of the sponsors was rumored to have asked for their money back. Like, that's a big deal that it hurts, wow. our, hurts our collective ability to get sponsors, Jeff. Are you worried? <laughs> I'm so worried. Should we close up shop? Yeah, well, maybe we should. Well, we're not legitimate, Jeff. What I heard was, what I heard, and I, of course, I don't know as much about this, but uh, you, you know, you said there's best product integration in a web series, and that's for easy to assemble. Uh, IKEA, uh, apparently. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought of it. Yeah. Award. And uh, what I heard from someone else who's also in the academy, not you, what I heard from someone else in the academy was that IKEA was the biggest sponsor of the event. So it was a little bit of controversy that IKEA is the biggest sponsor. And then they turn around and get uh, an award because of it. 
Interesting. So, seems seems a little weird. Marina Orlova not nominated. What? Travesty. I what? David here's, David Wayne won something, right? Here's Patrick or Duffy. Wayne Days, I think. Yeah. Here's Patrick Duffy at the uh, Streamy Awards, sponsored by IKEA <laughs> and Kodak. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Patrick Duffy. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's 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 fledgling. You have to go in that expecting it to be a little fledgling, I think. And I, I think it's. I said in one post that the ceremony itself seems like the internet to me because you have a bunch of bad jokes, a bunch of horrible noise. You have dudes rushing the stage naked. You have a host of technical problems, and then in the middle of that, you have a couple people who are doing really cool stuff, and you're excited to see that. <laughs> yeah. That sounds just like the fucking internet. That's. So they, the, the award for true to life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's mayhem and chaos punctuated by people doing cool stuff that you want to see. They just needed some people up on stage off on the side yelling, you know, racial epithets and obscenities <laughs> to, to really round out the, the true internet experience. And they had celebrities. They could have, uh, was Michael Richards there by any chance? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. Could, he, could he have assisted? Zach Galifianakis also one didn't bother to show up. Zach Galifianakis, wow. Zach Galifianakis won for that Between Two Ferns show? Yeah. Yeah. That was the best show of the year. Best comedy show of the year. Really? I like I like Zach Galifianakis. That show sucks. I think it's supposed to suck. I think that's the point of it. I guess. But, you know. Then that's then, then funny once. I don't know if it has to be. And as a further continuation of this thing being a great representation of the internet, is that come Monday, come Monday morning, everybody at that award ceremony was essentially Taylor Swift, right? And they all were – they were all just so upset. They were all just ruined and they were all – except she didn't even like take to the streets and cry about it. She let other people do it for her. Yeah. But it has become now real-life internet drama where these people are just like livid. People should be fired from the academy. These I, producers should be let go. It's, I, I think we need, to, we need to bring our old real-life versus the internet video back out of, yeah. out of, out of the vault, put, oh, yeah. post it up again. <laughs> Maybe we should. That was one of the first Red vs. Blue videos I ever saw, I think. What, Real Life versus the Internet? Yeah, yeah. That was like one of the first ones I saw, and I was like, this is really, really funny. And then I started getting into the series. Did you watch the streamies? No. You? Anybody? No. The, the no. only reason I remembered is, uh, like, the day after it happened, I saw a bunch of tweets from Kent Nichols uh, talking about it. Yeah? I mean, it was... I, I, I totally missed it. That's the other thing, too, is that nobody would know. If there wasn't all the people who were supposedly offended by all this, and I mean really not offended, really embarrassed by it, that it didn't legitimize them, if they weren't talking about it, nobody would know. Maybe it's intentional. Makes you wonder. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe there's a lot of noise and a lot of people upset to get it to get people interested in it. It makes it more interesting. Yep, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You need conflict. That's why we yell in the podcast because conflict <laughs> is what people love. If we all just got along, yes, it would people, be so boring. People love conflict. <laughs> as long as they're not part of the conflict, as long as they can watch it. Bite me. <laughs> and, and I know you guys don't care about it. I imagine most people listening to this don't care about it, too. But, I mean, this thing going completely wrong has actually done more for solidarity in that community than I have seen in a very long time. Like, people are actually talking about things as opposed to being, wow, I have a show with a million viewers. This is crazy. I'm the best thing in the world. No one, No one's ever done this before. This is amazing. Wow, look at me. This is great. I love that you're playing with your hair while you're doing that. <laughs> I do, I'm a method actor. On a, on a happier note, we're having a Halo 2 play date tonight. Hey, uh, that's right. Y'all excited? Y'all going to dust off your copies of Halo 2? Yeah, I already found a copy. I'll be playing tonight. Was it 9 to 11 Central? I think, I think we're doing 9 to 11. Well, we should probably just do 9 till midnight because they shut it down at midnight, right? I think mm-hmm. they shut it down at midnight Pacific. Uh, so 2 a.m. Central? Right. Nobody, yeah, But, but you, can, <laughs> you can keep playing if you want. We're not going to stomp you. I'm actually I'm probably gonna get in late, so 
Oh, yeah? What you got going on? I'm having dinner with a friend. Oh, yeah? Well, where are you guys eating? <laughs> Somewhere up north. Probably like Threadgills or something. Oh, okay. Hmm. Who's the friend? Is that okay? <laughs> Is it Patrick Duffy? <laughs> Patrick Duffy. <laughs> Will they be bumped for Patrick Duffy? But yet, I saw a post on uh, HBO that... Bungie has gone back and updated the Did You Know screens for Halo 2. That's halo.bungie.org, right? Yeah, halo.bungie.org. Yeah, not HBO. <laughs> not, not home box office. Which, by the way, what is that the dumbest name for a channel <laughs> ever? We were talking about dumb corporate names that you just take for granted, that it's just a stupid name. And we, I think we all pretty much agreed that PayPal, for what it does, <laughs> is probably the dumbest name. You mean X.com? Yeah, I know. I was about to sound if you remember when it launched, it was X.com. X.com's way better yeah. than PayPal. PayPal is just – it's horrible because it, Joel was pointing out that Friendster makes no sense. Why would they name a big corporate company and an entity Friendster? And I said, well, it actually fit at the time it came out because it was Napster. So this was Friendster. So it made sense. He didn't get it. <laughs> Go figure. But I, I, I'm shocked and flabbergasted that he did not understand something. Facebook. Like Amazon. Why is, why is the bookstore called Amazon. Well, I read, because we I, have to destroy the trees yeah. in the Amazon to make books? <laughs> Duh. Well, it should be the forest one page at a time. <laughs> well, what I heard was that they weren't sure what they were going to do when they started. That They weren't sure like what they were going to sell specifically, so they tried to pick as generic of a name as possible. So that way, no matter what they decided to sell, it would, it would work. Well, it fucking worked. So good for them. You know, you can see on Usenet, uh, you can see Jeff Bezos' original posts where he's asking for people to come help him build a site. Really? Yeah, that's part of the archive of Usenet. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Maybe, what, like, 92, 91, maybe? Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Is there any sort of, like, like large place that holds a bunch of internet history? Nope. Yeah. Like, important events like that? Oh, well, well there's the Wayback Machine. Google actually yeah. um, acquired a lot of the old, original Usenet archives that existed uh, that had been missing for a long time, and they put them uh, online. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, I remember they found, it was a reel-to-reel tape uh, that had a lot of that backup, and it was a big deal because the tape quality had degraded. They needed to do a lot of work to fix it. And then they needed to find a fucking machine to read the tape. <laughs> it was a it was a big deal when it happened Sounds very a couple years ago. John Tider-esque. I know like on like on FARC, <laughs> on, uh, on FARC, I think every 9-11, they post the original thread of the 9-11 thread. They like repost it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, it's just crazy to read that kind of stuff. And like the, like the old iPod threads on Slashdot talking about how crappy it's going to be, stuff like that, like... There's no, like, one place you can go to see all this sort of, you know, internet history, right? Not really. I mean, go to the internet where it was to begin with. But uh, <laughs> the, yeah, you're right. Those sites die, and then what happens to them? Yeah, like GeoCities. Like, GeoCities is gone. Like, that's that's ludicrous. What a loss. How will we ever recover? <laughs> well, I know my first website was on GeoCities. Like, the first one I ever made. What a loss. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. It's like, it, And there are no caretakers. There's just too much stuff to do that. I was on some – I was I sent Jeff – a video <laughs> that we had watched back in what? 98. 98 yeah. or 99? Three yeah. Brain. It's the Wii song. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I fucking the, hate the squirrel. that. I hate that. Do you really? When, uh, you're, when this... you're a kid and you want to go Wii. When you're a kid and you want to go Wii. Griffin came to get me because you'd, I was painting in the bedroom and you had sent that on her account. And I walked over and I started watching and I started laughing. And she just stood there and looked at me and was like, what the fuck are you laughing <laughs> What is wrong with you? That's like all the rather good stuff, right? Oh, yeah, man, the, rather good if I forgot about the that. The sponge monkeys or whatever? It, it, and actually, this Wii, I, the three brain guys still have a website. It just doesn't have this on it. It's This is on albinoblacksheep.com. Do you remember that site? Yep. That's that was like Newgrounds before yeah. Newgrounds. It was Old Grounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the other links that came up was a site called Cool Site of the Day. 
I remember that. that <laughs> I remember one, Cool Side of the Day. That thing goes back to 91. And wow. they're still updating today and have the exact same HTML format that they had back then. Have we ever been on Cool Side of the Day? <laughs> no, we were not God on there. Homestar was on there three fucking times. What the fuck? I don't know, man. I was looking even the like the, the first month when we started. Nope, we're not on there. Son of a bitch. Fucking Homestar. Right Actually, what, one of the blogs I read, I read the Daily What, which is just like they just post crazy stuff on the internet every day. And I, I check it all the time. And uh, I noticed the other day that our immersion video got posted on the Daily What. That was really, really cool. I'd be like, oh, crap, this is a, a, a site I read and we're actually on it. That's neat. Finally, legitimacy. See, this yeah. is what it means. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need an award show. <laughs> this is what we've been looking for all these years. Now, if only we could get a Golden Web Award, then everything will come Oh, wow. I had a Golden Web Award. What? <laughs> uh, I'll link dump it. It's okay. You don't have to apply I, it. No. I gotta play it. Sing along if you know the words. <laughs> the intro is so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> That stuff is just missing. It just goes missing, you know? Yeah, it's like you and I used to love uh, Internet the Series. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure it's terrible now. Probably terrible. I, but I, I, would, I would never talk about that or bring that up ever again. Well, I, I'm just wondering. I, I wonder if you could even find it. You know, the Homestar guys, one time in an interview just recently, they were talking about their 10-year anniversary and what the web was like when they started. And they mentioned... The strawberry shortcake. Miss Muffy. Uh, Miss Muffy. Miss Muffy. The wrapping strawberry shortcake thing that, that you guys loved. Same people that did yeah. uh, Internet Series. Yep. But that, that said, there was some stuff out there like that. Yeah. yeah. It definitely wasn't, you know, consistent content like they did, you know, every week. Internet stuff goes fast, man. It goes by really fast. Like, you're talking about South Park. Have you ever watched the old uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone? Yes. Is it I, Trey Parker and Matt Stone? I Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Thank Trey you. Parker Trey Parker and Matt Stone. The History of America? No, the Shockwave oh. stuff they did. Remember Shockwave? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, prin- uh, the princess. 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 Yeah. Shockwave. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if I'll be linked up in that. Yeah, that's a bit rough. <laughs> you can look it up yourself if you want I'll to. I'll put look. some giant NSFW blink tags around. Yeah, this. you should definitely look it up, though. That's, yeah. uh, that's one of the best stories in the history of the internet. There was a documentary really about is. that whole thing. It really is. Like, Flash came to him. Yeah, it was Flash.com. Came, came to him with, like, a million dollars. Yeah, and said, make us a Flash series. And they said, okay, but we want complete and total control. And they said, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, this is like this like season two of South Park had come out. And so they made a Flash series, and it was called it, Princess. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, they were just wondering, how can we, like, we push the boundaries of television on South Park. How can we push the boundaries of the internet? And they did a good job. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, made, they made two episodes, and that was it. And they turned it in, and then the Flash was like, uh, we'll get back to you. Technically, I think it was Macromedia. Macromedia, yeah. Macromedia, that's right. I don't think Flash was ever a company. There was actually there was a documentary about that whole whole event on uh, like Views or something like that once. Really? Yeah. Hmm. There there was an old thing that I used to watch called Fat Kid Network, and I don't know whatever happened to it. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Yeah, I shut it down. Fat Fat Kid as one word. Fat Kid Network, and it was Flash, and it was awesome Flash for the day. 
Remember everything was Flash. Like Gabocore? Yeah. Gabocore. Gabocore was Holy awesome. shit. Gabocore is like some web design firm that never actually had a website. They just... They had a coming a soon site. Flash <laughs> intros for their coming but soon site. we were all in love with their their Flash coming soon site. We would all <laughs> go it to update. it every week to see if it would update because it was so crazy. Have you ever seen it? Like, have you gone back to look at it since it's, then? It's changed a few times. Well, they archived... Uh, somebody archived the old version that everybody went to and looked at. Oh, I bet it's, it's terrible. It's so horrible. And, and we'd all look at it and go, one day the web will look like this. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be like Gabblecorp. What, what was your first ISP ever? Uh, AOL. AOL? Yeah. I think I was Prodigy. Oh, yeah? God, it was horrible. You know, Monty's on here does roll. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Where, where's Monty when you need him? So He's probably asleep. You were talking about immersion. <laughs> And uh, you were talking about immersion, and I just want to let everybody know that we've had very positive response to immersion. So we've already started production on a few new episodes of immersion, which should Yay. be coming soon. <laughs> so excited! I love too. It's like it, this is like the world's most perfect show because I just give Brandon ideas. Like, all right, here's the thing I want to try. Let's do this and let's try this, and then Brandon's got to figure out a way to make it happen. Brandon and Griffin. Yeah, dude. I asked my wife what she was doing this morning. <clears throat> I won't give any spoilers away, but she was going to the hardware store to build something terrifying. <laughs> like, I look, she's got plans up on the computer this morning, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like, we'll get packages from these obscure companies, and Jeff's like, what's in that? It's like, don't worry about it. You'll Dude, see. Yesterday, in passing, I was like walking out of the office, and you had been talking to Brandon about something, and you looked at me, and you go, man, you're going to hurt so bad <laughs> in the next video. It's going to be really rough. You should be ready. <laughs> I did clear one thing with you, though. I was like, I have to ask you before we spend money on this, would you be willing to do this? And to your credit, you said yes, you would. Yeah, yeah. I said yes to... Gus is a baby, though. I said yes to all three of those things. Gus literally was like, I don't know, I wear glasses. <laughs> I mean, I would do it if I could see. I think it's a little unfair for me to be blind on top of everything else. <laughs> all right, that's it. Yeah, I'm so a baby. You're, you're, replaced. you're replaced. Okay, let's, let's yeah, have Jeff do it with his fucking eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. How blind are you? I'm pretty fucking blind. Why don't you get LASIK? Why don't you shut the fuck up? Why don't you do that? I'm serious. <laughs> I'll get it the day my eyesight goes bad. I'll be there waiting for the doctor to wait to open up. There's also another thing, too, is if you get LASIK, you're going to need uh, reading glasses sooner in life than you normally would. Yeah, sure, if you're going to read. <laughs> At an older age. Well, computers for that shit. That's right. <laughs> You've already got your iPad, right? Yeah, I got my are iPad. You doing okay. any, are you doing any reading on that yet? Yeah, I'm reading the... Um, re- um, yes, I'm reading. Did you get that Alice in Wonderland pop-up book? No, really? but I'm gonna get it. I've heard it's fucking awesome. I've heard it's cool. They also have a uh, Winnie the Pooh pop-up book. I yeah. think that's supposed to be pretty cool. But yeah, I'm reading like a Bukowski book. I'm rereading Women. Wait, but, but there's a pop-up book on the iPad. It's pretty. I, I, don't, it's like, I don't think they're using the word right. I, no, I, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. It's, it's like yeah. pop-up too. It's like a motion book. Oh, okay. It's like a, I don't know how to describe it. It's like it. a motion book. Like well, the elements in the page move, move around yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and you can you can interact with them. Like you can push buttons and shit happens. Yeah. It's like that sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The iPad in itself has been fantastic. So what I'm hearing here is that the iPad has now made books ADD. Right? Yes, <laughs> they can deliver ads too while you're doing it. <laughs> like while you drink me, it's like, hey, you want a Coke? <laughs> Come on, do you want a delicious cake? <laughs> Try Portal. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, any drawbacks to it? Any drawbacks to the iPad? Yeah. Go on, you're you're our iPad expert. You, you're the only one with one, so. Uh, I can't think of any. I was worried when I I will say this. My first impression when I got it was that it was heavier, and I say I got it. It's Griffin's, but that it was heavier and smaller than I thought it would be. But I got over that really quickly. Started playing. Uh, I fell in love with Plants vs Zombies. I've been playing that constantly at home. Um, really I've been reading. Yeah, that game is great. No, that game's not good. 
Yeah, it's awesome. Have you played that game? Yeah, the game's good. I, pl- I played it on the Mac, though. I played it like, on my laptop. Maybe yeah. I just don't like tower defense games or whatever that's called. Plants vs. Zombies HD is great. Especially when you get enough of uh, powers unlocked that you got to like start choosing your mm-hmm. loadout every battle. It's fun. Really fun. Nope. Uh, got the Netflix player. That works awesome. Uh, ABC.com player works really well. So like with the ABC player... Is it just like the same catalog that they have on the website? Like you From, as far as I can tell, okay. yeah. I don't watch a lot of ABC shows, but Lost is on there. Okay, he showed um, me Netflix. It looked awesome. Yeah, it's I'm a I'm a huge fan. Like I always like the the I guess like the early argument is that you've got a laptop and you've got a phone. Why do you need this weird hybrid thing that doesn't do as, either function as well mm-hmm. as the other two? But it's just super convenient. Like I don't know, man. It's like you can kind of walk around with it with, without even thinking about it. Like in bed, I can watch. I could check my email faster on it than I would do. I have to pull out my laptop and open it up and wait for it to turn on, the whole thing. And uh, so you can watch, I, like, I watch movies in bed with it. I play games. It's, like, super, super, super portable and convenient. And you just, like, set it down and forget about it. It's great. And the battery life is ridiculous. I didn't charge it for a week, and I use it every day. Hmm. Wow. I finally charged it last night. It was, like, 12%. Interesting. Yeah, I'm a huge fan now. Oh, and I got uh, brushes for Griffin, and that, that's pretty cool. It's, like, a little Photoshop. That's cool. Yeah. After my uh, my you, you might be interested in this, Jeff after, or Bernie. After my discussion of how much I hated GIMP last week, uh, Ben actually sent me uh, I guess like a Photoshop alternative you can use in, on the Mac OS. It's called Pixelmator. It's like a sixty dollar app, uh, sixty dollar program, I guess, and uh, it it does everything. Like I'm not an advanced Photoshop user, you know, but all the basic stuff I want to do, it can do just fine. You want to crop and you want to resize. I want to crop. I want to resize. And you want to save it as JPEG. Maybe yep. you want to. Can you can like make it a layer and erase yep. elements. Yep. Maybe, you can okay, open that's... PSDs. Yeah. You can do some sharpening. Them. Maybe yep. fix some uh, levels. Yeah. And, and the layout, the the formatting, the way it's laid out is very similar to Photoshop. Looks great. Works great. Does it have a starburst filter? <laughs> I haven't found it yet. Okay. CS5 came out, right? It's coming out. It's coming it was announced. Out. Oh, okay. Is that going to have augmented reality stuff in it? Yeah. The content yeah. aware. Is it, it going to have the content aware? Content yeah. aware. Yeah. Phil. Yeah, that's in CS5. Have you seen that video? It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I guess uh, it's like we. It's it, it seems like it's a take on some of the other stuff we've talked about before. Like I've link dumped those videos where you know they do the automatic resizing and you know it's all taken care of in the application. It seems like uh, just an extension of that same technology. So that will have the context sen- sensitive resizing too. I, d- I don't know that they've announced that it'll have the content aware filter- filtering yet or not. Uh, they, all they've said, yeah, yeah, now in Photoshop CS5. Matt, or Gus will link up this, but essentially, if you have a picture and you go to resize it... You're, you're thinking of something different. Content-aware is something different than what you're talking about. No, it's the same thing. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, it's the same technology. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to... So I was explaining it. Now, now I don't want to, because I don't want to sound like an idiot. Way to go, Jack. Jack so, what, so, Jack, I want to make me. sure you're talking about the right thing. Tell me what... Well, you tell me what you're talking Content about. Content-aware is where, like... If you want to replace something or wipe something out, like the the demo they show is like a uh, like a golf course or something like that, and they remove a tree from the sky, and then it out it like it content aware adds in the rest of the sky and like replaces the tree. Trees in the sky. Well, like the shot, whatever. Fuck you. And then the the thing you're talking about, the resize thing, is where they were literally like stretching and shrinking an image, and it added in elements to the image based on how wide the image was, or removed them as well, right? Yes. Or so it's them. also content aware. I, it's Same technology, dude. What do you think know. the words "content aware" mean? I don't. It's know. aware of the content. What, what's What's Amazon mean? <laughs> We're just talking names. Now. Amazon's a rainforest. It, is it a rainforest? It's, 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 it's also it's, it's also a river. It's the right? same technology. So if the, I was going to resize PayPal, 
What would happen? <laughs> the, the official X.com. The official sneak peek they showed is the one Jack talked about with the golf course resizing. And the one Bernie's talked about is the other video we've talked about and linked up in the past where it's the same technology. But is it part of Photoshop? Is the res- I don't know the that resizing. the resizing will be necessarily. Okay. I don't know I don't know that was a Adobe No, that was a proof of concept. Presentation, yeah. That was pretty cool stuff though. All that content aware stuff is pretty cool. I mean they've kinda had that already. You could say that the magic wand is essentially the beginnings of being content aware. <laughs> Command. Gus just that gave fucking dagger eyes there. Wow. <laughs> Gus That's... just gave Jack a look that could have wilted a plant. You know, I know it's bad because I was looking at my laptop, looking up information about this content aware thing, and I can hear it in my fucking headphones. <laughs> Wait, what happened? You yawned yawn into the microphone. Oh, Super loud. Super loud. Oh, damn it. That was unintentional. Sorry. <laughs> Why else would Gus look at you? That was, Gus, that was an I unintentional yawn. <laughs> that was an unintentional yawn. <laughs> oh, man. That was look, great. guys. We're just trying to be, be legitimate here. <laughs> Stop embarrassing us. Stop embarrassing the medium. We are not going to win a potty award. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand why that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear? Now I feel like I have to explain why we find it that funny. <laughs> you know, there was a there was a big thread in the Drunk Tank forum Ooh. talking about it was a group of people who did not understand why .orgosaurus was funny and they were trying to figure it out together. Oh man! <laughs> together we can do this. <laughs> you hit Wikipedia. <laughs> I've never heard of this .orgosaurus before. I'll get on the Wayback Machine. I'll hit up all the museums. <laughs> we'll figure this out. When does CS5 come out? Next, I thought it, it came out? out within 30 days, I think. It was, it was like the uh, the content aware video we're talking about on YouTube said that it's going to come out April 12th, but I'm looking here on the Adobe website and it's all pre-ordered. I could, I could have sworn someone said happy CS5 day, like on a Twitter post. Well, I'm looking at the Adobe store and it's all pre-ordered. Huh. Yeah. Unless it comes out later today. So does that mean they're upgrading Premiere no, as well? Uh, Who cares? Upgrade? It looks like it's <laughs> Photoshop, Creative Suite 5 Design. Um, No. Creative Suite 5 Master Collection. Let's take a look. Adobe Premiere. Now with running. <laughs> <laughs> now crashes half as much. Yeah. Now with 4% less memory leak. Uh, Monty is the only guy left in the office who's on PC. And the poor fucking guy, every time he wants to show you something at his desk, it's like, okay, I'm going to click it. Crash. Like, oh. yeah, there is a new version of Premiere. There is? Yeah. And Monty's also the only guy left in the office who still like pounds his desk. I don't know. Have you noticed it being out there? Like, yeah. he'll be in the middle of something, and all of a sudden you hear, like, smashing on the desk. You're like, is everything okay there, Money? He's like, fucking Meyer, fucking Premiere. You'll hear, like, click, 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 smash, smash, smash. <laughs> I know that sound very well. <laughs> you know, I think I just figured something out. My wife was mentioning to me yesterday, after spending some time with you, that you seem to be a lot happier in general in life and a lot more mellow than you used to be. And she was wondering why, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Who, I mean, who, who knows? It's because you don't use a PC anymore, and you don't have to deal with Premiere. I bet that's it. I don't think that's it. I think that's it. I don't think that's it. A large portion of the frustration of your life was progress bars and Premiere and crashing. I think I think when we were... I think, What's up with the hole in your desk? This portion Where did that come from? <laughs> that's a machinima hole. That, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that was, I think, you know, not getting something the way I needed it to get it. <laughs> it, might, it might be a crash. Who knows, man? I don't know. I'm just... I, I uh. I will do anything in my life at this point to reduce the amount of time I spend looking at progress bars. I have a really weird feeling that 
when you die, depending how bad you are, you have to, as like some kind of form of punishment, you have to watch your entire life beginning to end as an observer. And I can't imagine how much of that time I would spend watching me watch progress bars. Like, it'd be terrible. Just staring at them. It'd be like every Thursday of your life. <laughs> it's like, please move. Please move. Please. <laughs> now Mondays, right? Progress I, bar Monday. I, 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 I see that uh, CS5 ships mid-May. Okay. Okay. I, I, I know Jeff, everyone's waiting. <laughs> I saw Jeff get super frustrated the other day with Just Cause 2. You threw a controller. I did throw a controller. I, I, I did? I yeah. did. I don't, I don't do that very often. Uh, just Cause? I, just Cause. <laughs> I, I, I'm usually able to keep my temper under control, I, 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 at least I think. But Just Cause frustrated me so much that I did throw my controller across the room. Twice. But Twice. here's the thing. Yeah. Well, Just Cause 2 is a great game, right? Just like Just Cause, it's a, it's definitely an improvement on Just Cause. Very fun game. I think Just Cause is very underrated. Just Cause 2 is very fucking buggy, though. And you have to do certain criteria. I've made, like, four videos for Achievement Hunter, and uh, they're all, like, uh, accumulation or collection videos where, like, say you have to kill ten guys in a certain way. And the game just just doesn't count for no reason, some of those. Like... If I had to kill ten guys, you know, by hitting them with a car, it would count one out of every five car kills for no reason. It could be identical to the others. And there's this one, and you even came and tried it. You you came in. I was trying to fly my plane close to the water for thirty seconds, uh, like close enough to the water for thirty seconds to get this achievement. And I kept getting fifteen, twenty seconds, and then the plane would just crash into the water because you can't tell the distance, or it just would stop counting for no reason. And then you came over and you flew super, super close to the water, and it just never started tracking that for you. Right. For no reason. And I lost 10 bucks. And you lost 10 bucks. And Because uh, he was doing it and he was frustrated and all this. Like, fuck, just give me that. I'll bet you 10 bucks I can do it first try. And I was skimming the water and it wouldn't start the counter at all. And then finally I thought, well, we had to go just a little bit low and it crashed. Yeah. And I had been doing that for like an hour and a half. And it's just like, just for whatever reason, it just wouldn't it wouldn't count that uh, that distance. And so I got mad and threw my controller. This is a bad. It's not a hard achievement to get. This is a bad example. It's the game fighting against me because you're playing a fucking video game and you should get over it. But when you're when you're doing something around here and you're having like problems technically around here, mm-hmm. or you're under pressure to get something done, thank God we have such a supportive office environment. <laughs> that people just don't see like, hmm, how angry can we make him? Yeah. <laughs> this will be fun. This is my day. And, and then Matt will come in and go, "That's weird. That's weird." <laughs> and it'll change all your settings so everything breaks and leave. I also think that that. Maybe I'm as angry and stressed as I have been my entire life. It's just that now we have Joel. So, <laughs> you know, it's different. You know what I mean? It's like switching a thermometer to Celsius. <laughs> it's a totally different scale at this point. So what do you think about Twitter now doing ads? You hear, you know, that? You hear about that? They finally implemented a business model? Yeah, good. What do you good. think about that? Uh, yes, good. I don't good mind at all. I don't mind at all. But basically the ad is going to pop up like another Twitter post like you would normally see on your feed. It's like, oh, except that one's an ad, and that's it. The irony is that if – I'm sure people will bitch about it constantly and say Twitter's a sellout now. But if Twitter didn't find a way to monetize their content in some capacity, Twitter would just go away. You can't and everybody live on, would be you can't live on venture capital forever. Yeah. So no. fucking good good for them, man. I hope they yeah, make a yeah. billion dollars off of hey, it. Hey, did I hear Everybody that uses their product for free. Did Twitter acquire the company that makes Tweety? Yes. 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 That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Smart. That's pretty cool. You know yeah. what I wish there was on Twitter? I wish there was a way that when you were following someone, this would be a really great Twitter client to get, where I could just say, all right, I know I follow this person, and they show up as someone that I follow. I just don't want to see their posts anymore. You know? So <laughs> yeah. it doesn't notify the person that I don't follow them anymore. They can't tell. You follow they don't them. They get their feelings hurt. You follow them, but you mute them. Exactly. 
So, like, if they have a major event in their life, like, say, a new baby, and they're tweeting about diaper changing every five minutes, just like, hey, I'll come back to you in a month, you know? That's it. Just come tune you down a little bit. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. I wish there was a way you could set it up where... And nobody gets their feelings hurt. Yeah. Like, on, on the auto post or whatever, like, when someone gets, oh, I got one achievement, and it posts your achievement on Twitter, I wish there was some way you could send them a message and just warn them, like, all right, you do another one, and you're done. <laughs> and then give them, like, two shots. And then after that, oh, un- unfollow automatically. I'm tired of seeing that kind of stuff. Like, Raptor is really, really bad about it. Well, there is a way you could do that, though. You could uh, just reply to them. Yeah, just manually. send them a message. Be like, you have one warning. I'm you've, too you've lazy been to patillo'd. do that. I'd rather have a program do that for me. <laughs> You're just too nice of a guy. You don't want to do it yeah. yourself. Set like, oh, sorry, sorry, it wasn't me. It was the the robot did it. Did y'all read that story last week about the, uh, the 12-year-old kid in the UK who ran up, like, $1,300 worth of debt in Farmville? No, but yeah. that's how do you? Wow, did he really? Thirteen thousand dollars worth of no, microtransactions. Or thirteen hundred dollars worth of microtransactions. Yeah. What, I guess what he's do you trying to get his farm just right? And he took his mom's credit card and uh, bought a bunch of stuff for his farm. What do you do? What, I don't get it. What I've do you never, buy? I've never played Farmville, but I guess you buy like buildings and crops and stuff. To, like, it's just set, like you, set up a little virtual farm. Is that what it is, Jeff? Do you just you buy a farm and then you just decorate it? That's it. I well, don't. I don't. I've never played it, but what you're describing sounds. Right up my alley, and I would want to do that. You want to buy a farm and decorate the farm? Oh, it's like Viva Pinata or whatever, right? I love that shit. But it's like your friends um, have to work on your farm to help you or something. On it's it's a Facebook game. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. They they talked about it on South Park last week, actually. You know what Farmville needs? What's that? An award ceremony. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I guess what you can do is like when you when you start the game, you're given like virtual money to set up your farm, and then like as you grow crops, you get more money and you can buy more stuff. Or you can just use real money to buy more fake money if you're in a hurry. Oh. So he bought a bunch of fake money. So he money. was impatient. Yeah. And can I tell you something? We, I think we might have talked about this with downloadable content stuff before. I'm totally okay with being able to short-circuit anything in a game with real-world dollars, if you want to do that. Oh, like being able to like max out your tiger stats? Yes. That kind of thing? Maybe, maybe not to imbalance multiplayer. Like, you could always have it to where you can't bring a paid player into multiplayer. Right, but you know, but if you wanted to, like, just <clears throat> in single player, unlock every car in Forza for five dollars, as opposed to playing for fifty hours to do it, that kind of thing. I'm gonna give you another example. Okay, Lego Harry Potter is about to come out. Uh huh. I would like to have an option to pay to unlock all the levels, to where I can just play all the levels from the get go. I see. Because I have two kiddos, and they all have to lo- unlock them in their saves individually, even though they play them in co op or. Hopefully Lego will just fix that because that's kind of one of the lame things about it is that you don't really get true co-op credit. The second player just is like a helper, essentially. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I really am okay. I'm one of those people who thinks like, I paid 60 bucks for this game. I don't want to unlock it. If I don't want to unlock it, I don't want to unlock it. You know, that's my choice. But I don't want to have a game where it's like, I paid $60 for one-tenth of this stuff that's on here. Right. And I'm going to have to spend 80 hours to, to play a certain level. You see, that's kind of how I feel about... World of Warcraft. I know it's kind of in a roundabout way, but I feel like if I don't, like when I was playing a lot, I felt like if I didn't play a lot, I didn't get to see the whole game. Yeah. There's like end game stuff that you'll never see unless you play constantly and yeah. get to the point where you can go see it. And people will say, well, like, that's more of the game, you know, when you I'm putting my, voice, my internet voice here, but that's more of the game and you have to play it. And then, <laughs> but it's like, that it's not fair you could buy your way into that, but it's not exactly fair that you have. 10 hours a day that you can devote to this game either. I mean, the fair doesn't play into it at all. It's just different scenarios in people's lives, you know? And I realized, you know, that one rewards a certain kind of play and one rewards the developer (laughs) with the money, you know? (laughs) So I think we all know which direction it's going to head anyway, so...
Hey, speaking of uh, Lego Harry Potter and kids playing games, I would like to thank you for suggesting that we get the Maw because my daughter has fallen in love with that video game, and she's it's the first game she's ever like wanted to play, Maw. and she plays by herself. Like I watched her last night get through the first three levels completely by herself. Cool, she, which is really cool. She needs your help constantly. I was there the other night. That was Monday. She's way past that. Though. Oh, okay. And she needed my help on level three because she has problems with these specific turrets. Mm-hmm. They require you to smash A a bunch. And yeah. last night she figured out on her own how to get past it finally, and she was like doing flips. It was great. She was so excited. But yeah, like that, and that's such a cute, fun kids game. You know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a fantastic game. Everybody should play it. It is. Yeah. Kudos to those guys at Twisted Pixel for making it. And also making cute little stuffed animals that my daughter drags around town and loses at coffee shops and requires us to go and yell at coffee shop employees <laughs> until they find it. Little stuffed mall. You picked those up at PAX East, right? Yeah, we picked them up at PAX East. And the most fucking frustrating thing happened. Millie left her, left the mall at a coffee shop. And then Griffin had to take her to ballet, you know, because she's a girl. And uh, after ballet, Millie was like, I need the mall. I left the mall at the coffee shop. What are we going to do? So Griffin called me and asked me to call the coffee shop and see if they'd found it. And they were on their way to to the coffee shop. So I call them and I say, hey, did you, did you guys find this purple stuffed animal? And they go, yeah, the thing with one eye. Yeah, we got that. And I said, okay, my wife is going to come pick it up in five minutes. Can you just set it aside somewhere? In that five minutes, they lost it again. Oh. Yeah. And then it took them 45 minutes to find it. And with my kid freaking out and my wife screaming at him, you know, how can you lose a stuffed animal in five minutes? What, what's? And then they finally found it and it was like soaked in water. Oh. I, don't, I don't know where it well, was. Well, then give me, give me the mall I gave you back. Well, I thought she didn't. I have told it. you we had it. No, give it back to me. You said yeah. it'd be nice to have a backup. I didn't know what that meant. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah well, no, totally. I can even go to my kids' mall. I no. thought it was weird that you were giving it to me. No, I thought she had lost it. No, no, no she got it back. That's a good transaction there. there got, my, go. got my mall back. <laughs> this is your also the dudes who made Explosion Man. Yeah. What do you think about Explosion Man? I was not a fan of that. as much. It's not my kind of game. Is it too precise for me? You know, and I'm not. I'm not a very precise kind of guy. Oh yeah, like but you people have to jump in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like. You're also not a very stealthy kind of guy. I saw you trying to play Splinter Cell Conviction yesterday. Dude, fuck that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I rocked it. So Jeff and I are playing co-op in Splinter Cell Conviction right now, and it's like, it's like I'm trying to be sneaky and patient and quiet, and Jeff is just a bull in a china shop running around, trying to like shoot as many people in the head, make as much noise as possible, and I'm sitting there... Jack doesn't like that I shoot out lights to make it <laughs> You shoot out lights that don't matter. And all it does is piss off the guys who are like waiting for us. Every so, light What matters. sucks is I really want to play Splinter Cell Conviction... But I really want a good co-op partner, and I know Jeff would not be one. Co-op multiplayer. Co-op multiplayer. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we played that first level on the hardest difficulty, and I was awesome. Well, once, once we get through the game, I'll play with you guys. All right, that'll be good. Comic Jumper is the next game that Twisted Pixel is making. Yeah. I don't know when it comes out, but it's cool because they're... I, I like Xbox Live Arcade. I like it a lot. I do, too. In fact, the game room thing is not resonating with me. I like Xbox Live Arcade a lot better. And uh, they, did you see they just had their Xbox Live Arcade Awards? What, probably one of the coolest uses I've seen of the Xbox Live dashboards, dashboards so far by Microsoft. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, they had awards where you could vote on the categories for Xbox Live. and huh. uh, tr- Basically, the, the, the end story is that Trials HD and Shadow, Shadow Complex destroyed everything else. And those are two Makes sense. really great Tremendous games. Tremendous games, yeah. yeah. And, oh, and Battlefield 1943 destroyed everything in multiplayer. Mm. You know what I'm really excited about? Shadow Complex was so successful that we're starting to see a ton of clones of it already, which is super cool. Like, Sorry, gonna, what was... I, I, wouldn't say Shadow super, Complex. I wouldn't say it's super cool. Have you seen the Russian... You're talking about Russian Attack, Yeah, like you? Russian Attack and the new Laura Croft game, I think both look like Shadow Complex clones. That, that Russian Attack one is a straight... Like, rip-off. It looks yeah. identical. It looks like Shadow Complex to me. That's cool. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it yet or not. I, I haven't. It. it looks just... Imagine the Shadow Complex trailer. That's yeah. the Russian attack trailer. With yeah. Russians. 
Shadow Complex is a great game. Great game. Shadow Complex was better than a lot of the retail games I played yeah. last year. Yeah. That was the last, a lot of them, but it was good. That was the last arcade game I 200 of 200 did. did, did. I'm trying to think. might be the last one that I did as well. It's definitely the last one I did. Actually, I did that DRM thing you told me about, Bernie. And uh, I, I downloaded all the stuff to my, my Xbox at the house. Get out of here. That looks just like it. <laughs> wow. I would think you're showing me Shadow Complex. That's what I told yeah. you. It's yeah. like looking at Shadow Complex. Wow, that's crazy. Trapped in a military complex. Yeah, that's... That R- is Russian Shadow. Attack's an interesting brand that, to, to use that for, but... that Dude, that looks... Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty pretty similar. So anyway, I, uh, I downloaded all the stuff to my Xbox at the house, and I was going through seeing what some of the first stuff I downloaded was on my Xbox. Yeah. And uh, Outpost Kalaki X was the first game I bought on Xbox Live Arcade, and I only had like seventy five or two hundred on there, and I started playing it again, and that's that's actually a fun game. No, I've never no, played that I game. Enjoyed it. That's I, like, I that's liked like, it when it came. I, I, I downloaded it like when I first got my Xbox, and I remember liking it at the time. It's yeah. a tower defense kind of thing. It's no, like, it's not. It's, it's like it's, civilization, it's, like build up a little thing. It's like Farmville tower defense. Oh, that sounds that's fun. Not, it's not tower defense. It's not tower defense at all. It's it's a like lemonade stand type game. It's lemonade, like, it's a lemonade stand. Lemonade yeah, stand's a great game. Totally lemonade. That's yeah. what it's like. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it is. And yeah, so I started playing it again. And actually, there uh, someone did guides online, like video guides online, of how to beat levels three through twelve and get golds on all of them because you get an achievement for getting golds on every level. But I can't get past level two on my own and get a gold to make it to level three before I start doing his guides. So, but I mean, it's that kind of game where you have little parts of your station that you build up, like you get the. Machine gun turret versus the laser turret, and that that kills some enemies better. I see that attack you. You well, might not be at the. You might not be at. Well, the, there's two different. There's like adventure, and then there's war, and the war yeah. one is when we have weapons. It's kind of funny though. Like when Xbox Live Arcade came out, I thought it was like it. It was a way f- to to give you bite sized like kind of okay gaming experiences between retail games, right? Like oh, I'm sick of playing Grand Theft Auto. What am I going to play while I'm waiting for Splinter Cell to come on? I guess I'll play fucking Pac-Man C or whatever. But now you could just have Xbox Live Arcade and just play arcade games and have an awesome gaming experience and still not be able to play them all. There's so many good games out. Been kind of a drought lately, but yes, yeah. It seems like in the last well, final, five months, Final Fight came out today. Final Fight, yeah, Final Fight Fury, or Final what? Fight Fury, yeah, huge fan of that. And then Afterburner comes out next week. That'd be cool. That'd be perfect. Cool. Dark School. It's definitely better than the initial days when it was. There was a couple original games, and then it was an endless stream of Williams ports. Yeah. yeah. I, I was actually just looking here. The first achievement I ever got on the Xbox 360 was in Joust. Oh, was it? Oh, no, really? Yeah. Nice. Did you guys not get achievements at the Zero Hour event? No. I didn't have my memory card with me. I have. Or my it's, it's recorded that I played Quake 4. I could see it here at Zero Hour, but I didn't actually get any achievements there. Interesting. Yeah, like, Perfect Perfect Dark's a great example. Uh, that game just came out, what, three weeks ago? And that's a 40 to 60 hour game. The experience you get for like what fifteen bucks? Yeah, well, That's even awesome. even like Doom when Doom came out, they they re- they released the uh, the port onto Xbox Live Arcade. That's a twenty hour game, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's got. I should go back in two hundred Doom just to have two hundred in Doom. Well, okay. The, the sucky thing about Doom is it requires you to beat all the different like there's you know there's chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. Uh, you have to beat those on Nightmare or maybe Hardcore, like the step down from Nightmare. And if you play co op, you don't get it. You have to do all single player. Oh, and it's, it's you can do four player co op, but you don't get any achievements if you do co op. I don't know. Sucks. I don't know why. You can do you can do co op and Doom. Yep, that's interesting. Yeah, hmm. I remember playing Doom two back on on uh, was it Big Toe BBS here in Austin, a dial up BBS. I didn't realize you could play with that many. I thought back then it was only two player nope. co op. You do four. Wow, I don't remember. I stand corrected. That. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Doom, Doom was I, I was a huge no, huge Doom fan. Didn't George used to play Doom with his girlfriend at the time, who's now his wife? 
I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I remember they used to play like Doom Two together co-op. I wonder how many copies of Doom proper sold on PC when it came out, as opposed to how many copies they've sold since then on different platforms like Xbox Live and DS and cell phones and. I mean, like every other... You can get it on pretty much any other gaming platform at this point. I wonder what the disparity between those two numbers is. That's interesting. I guess it'd be impossible to find out. I don't know. They had a cool model. Doom was one of those games that came out shareware, where you played the first two levels and then unlocked it. Yeah. And they... You know, that was Apogee Software. No, I thought you played the whole first chapter, and then they unlocked the last two chapters. Well, it's essentially what he just said. (laughs) They said the first two levels. (sighs) They're like nine levels in each chapter. Come on. You're a dickhead. I am. I, what I'm saying is a shareware model. But you're right, Jack. You're absolutely right. Thank you. For shame, Bernie. How are we ever going to get legitimacy in our podcast? <laughs> with your, with right. your egregious errors. What I was thinking about, i got to think back to the Doom Awards back in 1994. <laughs> so we should talk, uh, before, I, I'm assuming we're getting close to the end, we should talk about the, the Conan O'Brien going to TBS. Anyone care about that? <laughs> Why the no. fuck would we talk about that? What the hell is that's, wrong with you? That's huge. That's no. Not, what is huge about no. that? Wait, wait, wait. wait. He's got to explain that. Jack, what is huge about Conan O'Brien going to TBS? That's that's a guy who was a network like a network anchor now jumping over to basic cable. Not jumping over. Also fired not, getting new job at lower network. Not also an anchor. He didn't well, jump. He, he was an not anchor as in news anchor, but anchor as in he was a large part of that network broadcast. The, and the the interesting thing that I think in this whole process is that George Lopez had that time slot and has now been bumped back an hour. You know, it's funny. We were making that joke the other day that Conan screwed over George Lopez, much like Leno <laughs> screwed over Conan. And uh, I read an article that said that TBS approached George Lopez and said, hey, how do you feel about this? And he said, I'd rather have Conan's lead-in an hour later than not have it. So yeah. please, please bring him on. Apparently, and, yeah, apparently and, everything I read the same article. Conan yeah. said that he didn't want to do it. He felt uncomfortable bumping George Lopez. And I guess George Lopez had to call him and you know beg him to do it. And, yeah. uh, and George Lopez has been very open... Since the announcement, too, saying this is the greatest thing ever. Bring it up. Let's yeah. have Conan come here. He's awesome. Which is the right the right thing to say. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. I mean? But is is it a big deal? No. <laughs> I think it is. Is it? Why? Well, well, we'll see when the first like you know series of ratings come out. Oprah's already done it. Or she's in the process of doing it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to – ultimately, that'll be a bigger deal. I think so, too. Yeah, it's Oprah's thing. I would, do more people watch Oprah than watch late night TV? Oh, I would think so. I would think so. Yeah. 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 Plus, she has – I mean, she has like – didn't you All say- that other stuff. She makes movies. She had that book club that essentially drives the publishing she industry. She has crazy loyalty. She's fans. on Sirius. She's, uh, yeah, she's got tons Didn't of- you say, Jeff, that uh, since like this whole controversy with the late night talk shows have died down, that uh, Leno and Letterman are both getting beaten by Nightline now? Yeah, Le- Leno's back on top. He's beating Letterman pretty soundly, but that Nightline is destroying both of them, yeah. which is, yeah, nobody wants to talk about it, but, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it just goes to show nobody... People talk about it, but it's really not that big a deal. Yeah, it's really not that big a deal. I don't think that many people are watching, which is the conclusion we came to last time, which made Bernie go on hiatus for a few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Did they reveal how much he's going to make at TBS? No, they haven't talked about it. But he owns the show. That was like a big deal. It was like he has full ownership over his show. So he can do whatever he wants and keep it. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Well, within the limits of the FCC, he can I read I read some rumors that were uh, unsubstantiated. I'm hesitant to even talk about it, but I read some very unsubstantiated rumors because I don't want to present it as fact. <laughs> who's gonna, who's uh, that I guess uh, Microsoft was in in talks with Conan about possibly Putting it on doing Xbox Live. Uh, yeah his show on Xbox Live. Oh wow, I read that too. I I, I I think somebody posted that on Twitter as a suggestion, but I mean could I mean yeah. could have been floated. Why not? You know, 
How many boxes are there out there? How many Xbox Live accounts? 20, 20 million or something. 20 million like Xbox Live accounts right now? Yeah. That's interesting. It's a, it's a hell of a lot bigger audience than he has on television. Yeah. He was doing so, like a 2-5 on TV, right? He's also doing four episodes a week. Like, he, he does new Friday episodes. Sounds like John Stewart. Yeah. If he was going to sign a deal like that, it would be interesting if he had ended up as a direct original show for Hulu or for Netflix. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That, I think, would be the most forward-looking thing. Or if he, if he was on Xbox, he could have been a great lead-in for the Guild. <laughs> <laughs> What are you guys laughing about? He would have been a great lead in for the guild. <laughs> They're decide for season four. That's true. But is that is that is that is that like that matters to you? Like, are you going to like rush out and watch Conan on yeah. TBS now? I'm I'm excited for a show to come back on. Huh. When you're excited about the destination, you don't seem. I'm, see inter- it as a I'm interested. Step down. I'm interested by the destination. I'm curious how it's going to work, but we'll see. What's your favorite TBS show now? I don't know. When was the last time you watched George TBS? Lopez? Uh, probably like Family Guy, like something mm-hmm. whatever was on. Hey Jack. Hey, what? What channel is TBS? TBS is 65, I think. <laughs> that sound right? I don't know. It's 430 or something. <laughs> I mean, TBS, where does... Does the TBS just exist to show Atlanta Braves baseball games, basically? <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, it's, you know, it really, it, honestly, very funny. It, it really doesn't matter because, I mean, if you look at like a show like Mad Men, that's very well received. It's A&E, right? It's, no, it's AMC, uh-huh. right? Yeah, it's AMC. Yeah, AMC. AMC shows that. And then, uh, you know, where's Weeds? On Showtime? I mean, even even yeah. HBO like, Weeds is on Showtime. came out of nowhere. And HBO's a legitimate network now. So maybe this is a, a move that TBS could get stuff done, you know? It's possible. They could be the next Fox. Ten hours of Seinfeld reruns and then... <laughs> An episode Ryan. of Family Guy and then... Conan yeah, that, here's, a, oh, here's a really interesting question. We'll talk about lead-ins. Wasn't one of the complaints that Conan had about bad ratings is that Jay Leno was such a shitty lead-in. What's the lead-in to Conan O'Brien on TBS? It's probably, honestly, it's probably like Family Guy or Simpsons or, or Sex in the City. Or Andy Griffith reruns. Or Andy Griffith. <laughs> that's all I ever equate with TBS. It was like I was a kid, and that's where they always showed Andy Griffith, the Munsters, and sometimes the Three Stooges. Gilligan's like, I never, Island. I never forgot when they showed And the then uh, they would show Three Stooges from 6 to 7 a.m. every morning. I would get up early so that I could watch Three Stooges before I went to school. Who, who was it here that said that they hoped that Conan was going to not go back to late night, but he was going to do something like what Tina Fey did, where makes a show that's a vehicle for him. And somebody said it here, and I thought that would, that would have been great. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, it wasn't me to have like a Thirty Rock esque show, but done by Conan O'Brien. Yeah, that'd be really cool. He could do like a Larry Sanders type thing, right? Well, I wasn't saying necessarily specifically like had that. to be yeah. equate to yeah, but they could do something. You know, where Andy Richter's had a bunch of TV shows too. He's a funny dude. He is a funny guy. For the record, Jack was right. TBS is channel sixty-five. Wow! Look at wow. you. Look at that. What's the lead-in? Oh, I don't. I don't know what time they're going to air it or anything. When does it? Yeah. When does it start? Anybody know? I think they said think November. November. Yeah. yeah. Fuck November. Yeah. Well, he he's contractually oh, oh. obliged not to get back on TV. That makes sense. That makes. sense. I think he he can be interviewed though. He just can't talk about NBC stuff. I think uh, Lopez actually interviewed him for something. Wow. Like like you know welcoming him to the network or something like that. <laughs> It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. To support you, though, Bernie, TBS is also channel 501. Oh, is it? Yeah. There you go. On your FM dial. <laughs> so he's on two channels, then. <laughs> he's on cable and AM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up. Well, we haven't talked about something else, now. Big. What's up? We haven't talked about the Gears of War 3 trailer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys, uh, did you guys take a look at that? Yeah. Yeah. What do they yeah. call it? The Ashes to Ashes trailer or yes. something? Yes. I didn't realize that was Dom at first. The with the beard? With the, the dude with the beard. I was like, who's this old guy? 
I, I, it's really interesting to me. I maybe because I never played Gears of War two. I'm I'm not quite. I know Marcus Phoenix, like the main guy. I don't know the other guys. Yeah, it's, Dom had a much bigger role in the second yeah. game. Oh, did he? Yeah. It's Mark. Yeah, Mar- is Marcus and Dom are the like the big pair, and then it's it's Cole and who's the other guy? It's Cole Train. And it then, starts with a B, doesn't it? I, I don't know. Bayer, Bayer, something like that. Something, yeah. But and then it's like those other two guys. So that beard's a big deal. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I keep reading about this damn beard. Like people are just fascinated <laughs> by the fucking beard. Well, the, the one thing that fascinated me was the fact that Trailer had five people there in that pit at the end, which makes me think maybe it's going to be five-player co-op. That doesn't make any sense. Why does that make sense? Why does it make sense? Because Jack said it. Oh. I get it. So we're going there now. Yeah. I, you know, I, there was a female there was character a female. in there, so I'm hoping that means they're going to let girls play co-op now. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're drawing weird conclusions from the trailer. I thought the trailer was cool, though. Yeah. yeah, you did? Yeah, it was cool. I read a criticism where somebody said, they've already done the slow music thing in their last two trailers. It's like, you're, it's a law of diminishing returns. Everyone's doing that style now. Like but, Dante's Inferno did that, and there was, there was another big one that did that recently. But you could also say it's thematic for the franchise. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what they're known for. That's what their trailers are. That's how they do it. It's not overdone. How do you overdo your own thing? <laughs> the thing you started. You think, you know, when you see those characters too, and people are all like, Dom's got a beard. <laughs> like, you know, I think Dom's beard has a blog somewhere now. <laughs> He's uh, got a million subscribers on YouTube. He's got a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, we just, we're hoping to pass him soon on YouTube subscribers. But it makes me wonder too if a franchise like Mass Effect, do you think it was a mistake to make the main character so customizable to where you don't recognize? Like when I see the cover of Mass Effect 2, I don't identify with that shepherd. You know what's funny way. is uh, when Jeff was playing the DLC for Achievement Hunter videos the other week, I walked in and saw him playing, and I said, oh, "It's really weird to see, you know, you playing to see this shepherd walking around in this universe because I have no idea who this is." But this is the fucking default shepherd. Yeah, yeah. You you said you felt like I was playing a different game. Yeah, it's, it's huh. so weird to look at the like shaved head shepherd. Yeah. And, like, you see people's videos, I'm going to one that look like John Locke, you know? And I was like, well, this is so strange. The female shepherds don't bother me that much either, but it's specifically, like, the weird alternate male shepherds that are just weird to me. Yeah, it's an interesting point. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I think it is a mistake. You think it is? Yeah. Or does it make it more personal to you, that franchise? I don't know. To the players and reward you for, you know, being a bigger part of it. Because even the, even the side characters change. From episode to episode, there was very few play- there was very few characters in Mass Effect Two that were in Mass Effect One. Yeah, I think Garrus and Tally were the only ones that returned. Yeah, but Li- Liara's in the game, but she's not part of your squad. And so is Ashley, and so is Rex. But there's also the indication that you know you're not going to see them again. Like mm-hmm. I can't imagine they want to double shoot well, every scene. Either either Ashley or Caden Elenko. Exactly, depending on how you played. They're not going to keep that going. Yeah, maybe with know. Ashley and Caden, maybe with that. But, like, Rex, when you guys played Mass Effect 2, was Rex the leader of the Krogans? In or one of my playthroughs, I killed him. And in the other playthrough, uh, he lived in Mass Effect 1. And I, in one of them, he never appeared. In the other one, he was. Right. What about you when you played? He was not in the one I played. Yeah. I, I didn't play the first one. Because yeah. then it means he had died. I guess so. So, yeah. I, so in mine, if they already have an alternate version where, where Rex is dead, in Mass Effect 3, they're not going to revisit the Rex character. They're like, fuck this. Let him go. We don't want to reshoot two of those scenes. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, and one of them I got in a lot of trouble. Like when I went to the Krogan planet for uh, for having killed Rex in Mass Effect One. No, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. And the other thing too is that if you watch the cutscenes on, you can watch people recording their cutscenes on YouTube. Every one of those damn scenes, apparently that last battle at the end, that can go about eight thousand different ways. Yeah, like 
there's so many endings to the end of that game. I don't want to give anything away. I don't think. I mean, at this point, six months. But I mean, you can have a you can have an ending to that game. Spoiler, where everybody else but you dies, mm-hmm. and you still win the game, but there's nobody left in your crew in any way. I want, how are That'd you fucking carry that Mass over the end of Mass Effect Three? Like you talked about all the different decisions and who exists and who doesn't exist because you built such a large squad this time around. Right. It's way more people to keep track of and variables. And will the loyalty come through? Like, they must have a tree at this point that's just massive. Yeah, I think they said, I forget if they carried 300 or 700 plot hooks over from Mass Effect 1 into Mass Effect 2. This next one's going to be ridiculous. It's interesting, though. Does it, Have they announced when it comes out? Mass no. Effect 3? Yeah. Nope. They haven't even announced it yet. Nope. Uh, hmm. That's like, like uh, back in the day when... They made, like, you know, Street Fighter 2 or Street Fighter 3 or something like that. It was just like, okay, that guy won. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. All right. No, no matter what, it's like, okay, Liu Kang won the last Mortal Kombat. That's what we're doing in Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, even if Johnny Cage won, no, 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 Liu Kang won. They that did? Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. There was actually yeah. a plot line that kind of followed through all the Mortal Kombat. A plot line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because it was like Liu Kang won the first one, I think. And then I want to say, like... Kung Lao won the second one. God, this is. Nerdy. I don't even know who Kung Lao is. He's the guy with the hat with the bl- like it was had a the brim that was a blade. He was awesome. His, yeah. his fatality, he yeah. would cut you in half. You'd, you'd like open up like a like a flower. So is Mortal Kombat based on Big Trouble in Little China? I think Raiden is. <laughs> well, there's a lot of references. Like you, one of the fatalities, one of the guys inflates and then blows up. Oh yeah, good point. I don't know. It's a good question. I've always heard the it, it seems like it. Like it's inspired we'll, by. We'll have to investigate. But if you're going to make fun of Japanese fighting games and bad plot, you cannot get past Dead or Alive. <laughs> that, that, that makes no sense. That's like a Japanese guy watched an American soap opera once. Like he had one episode and he watched it 10,000 times. And then he made a video game. And then they made an offshoot of that video game, which is even weirder. It's like an even further layer removed with the Dead or Alive Paradise stuff. And then they it's made like, him... Oh, okay, yeah, one of the characters is super rich and owns an island, and all the girls go there in their bikinis. <laughs> like, well, that's because he won for, Dead for or the, Alive, For actually. the big volleyball tournament. <laughs> you know, the, going back to what Jack said, though, that's why he had that island. But he bought it with the winnings from winning won, Dead or Alive. Why are, they, why are they all still alive? I don't know. They're yeah. either dead or alive. He, he won, about, he's alive, you know? You're talking about Zach, though, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they made a movie you with Eric Roberts. die in a fighting tournament? Dead or alive. It oh. makes me think that if, you don't, if you're not alive, you're dead. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Look at you. What's the Japanese name of that game? I don't know. Big Boobs 2000? <laughs> Girl Fight Plus Plus. <laughs> but you were you were commenting the other day about them trying to go through and make Dead Rising less Japanese. <laughs> that they were Capcom was worried that the game was too Japanese, so they hired a Canadian developer to make to it more think. Western. <laughs> Translation, Dead Rising 2 is going to suck. <laughs> it's like, hmm, all this quirky stuff that people seem to like. No, they really hated it. Let's, yeah. let's replace it with new stuff. <laughs> I can imagine being in a board, boardroom too and saying, you know what this game needs? It needs to be more Canadian. <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want our main character taking pictures of zombie panties anymore. <laughs> Alluring zombie photos. <laughs> How about instead of a camera, he's got a cup of Tim Hortons coffee? <laughs> Can you imagine all the cutscenes? You'd be like, "Wow, you guys look really tired. <laughs> Are you feeling sick? Have some poutine." <laughs> I mean, all these super nice Canadian people, zombies. <laughs> Hey, how are you? <laughs> They're just all waiting in line for uh, 
for for healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the healthcare system. It made a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> that's what Sarah Palin will say. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here. All right. I got oh, political yeah. at the end. Sorry about that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I have to cut it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Ta ta.